<laughs> get your panties on? Yeah. I got, I got my panties <laughs> on. Neville, yeah, come on up here, buddy. Come on, there, oh, that's what we need. Every podcast is, is essential. Neville needs to be the third perspective, keeping <laughs> us on the straight and narrow. <laughs> Well, that motherfucker's not on a straight and narrow. That motherfucker is <laughs> he's dirty. He's digged into dog treats and greenies. Yeah, he's a dirty motherfucker. That's Neville, what dog. should we talk about today? We <laughs> should talk about eating ass. <laughs> I eat my ass all day. Let's talk about licking balls. <laughs> Can we also talk about cheese? Cheese and peanut butter. Cheese, <laughs> peanut butter, eating ass. That's what I like to do. Yeah. It's like those are the three food groups <laughs> of the food pyramid. No the wonder canine. they call being a hound dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I eat ass, peanut butter, cheese. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually (laughs) groups of people online, like on Reddit, (laughs) they just are like, does anyone else love ass, peanut butter, and cheese? Not in that order specifically, but but sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes you get the peanut butter and the cheese from the ass. Anybody does. (laughs) It's really good. Sometimes you get the... Oh, Neville wants a belly rub. Oh, he wants a belly rub. Neville, Neville inspired this combo, so we give him a little belly rub. Give that old pooch oh, a little old... Scooch on over here, pooch, and give you a little belly rub. Old belly rub. That's all that Neville, is. Neville, Neville, Neville. That's all that is, belly rub. So, um, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Renegade Supreme. Here, where we advocate uh, all sorts of promiscuous activity, such as peanut butter eating, peanut butter eating. ass eating, cheese eating, melted cheese, particularly ass eating, particularly that booty. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> particularly. Neville's literally <laughs> licking his fucking butthole. <laughs> He's like, speaking of ass, yes, I could go for some right now. Rum, 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 rum. Now you could rub my belly. Yeah. I lived a life of a king. Yeah. We, <laughs> he really we, does. We advocate and condone uh, booty munching. We advocate, advocate and condone um, <laughs> cheese uh, devouring and... Um, yeah. Uh, Peanut butter. What kind of cheese are we kind of cheese? going for here? I like sharp cheddar. Manchego. I like. I like. Uh, I like Chester's cheese. Chester Cheeto. Chester Cheeto. Chester Cheeto, the Cheeto man, the, oh, the, che- yeah, the cheesy dude. Cheeto Cheeto. That dude is. Dude, Chester. He's pedo for dude, sure. Dude, he's stay cheesy. He's pedo for sure. He 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 like. You wake up in a. Che- I think we had talked about this before. You wake up in Chester's like putting Cheetos in your mouth. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? Tastes really good. The and he's like, That means. If, who is? Shy? Well, uh, tell her to. Yeah, tell her she can shuck off. <laughs> she can fucking. So wait, we should talk about we should okay. Shout out to Shy for interrupting the pod. Interrupting the podcast. She listens to this, so. So if you just take any character and just make it in the the dark of the night, (laughs) 
all quiet <laughs> in your bedroom in your bedroom and just it's telling scary, yeah. the other person to <laughs> then it's like serial killer pedo fucking ass eater yeah it's devil it's devil oh yeah cheese eating peanut butter smacking dude imagine booty that. chopping dog hound dog it's like uh what about mr uh the um Kool-Aid guy? Uh, yeah, him. He oh, just dude. comes in a room. He's usually like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. And he comes in and he's like. Dude, he creeps Drink over. Drink Kool-Aid. And he's like pouring himself into your mouth. <laughs> okay. I was going to say he's slowly creeping <laughs> on top of <laughs> the bed covers. And just some of the Kool-Aid just drips out. <laughs> Like, just wait, 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 getting wait, wait, whoever it is up, <laughs> adult or child. And it's like, <gasps> Mr. Kool Aid Man. Oh, yeah. Kool Aid in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> we can make anything psychotic. With that formula, anything can be psychotic. Imagine that, dude. The Pringles guy. Well, it's kind of like. It should. We should frame these. Oh, watch! Don't hit this. It's making a lot of noise. Sorry. Put it on this side. Sorry. It's just because it's an old microphone. Um, you're good. Um, uh, so but it's kind of a good thing because it's like preventing kids from eating these foods because they're gonna get scared of them mm. because they're really bad for you. They they've been engineered and advertised to make you think that you need them. And so we're proposing the real the real truth is this dark truth that it, it's it, not good for it, you. It's really bad for you. It's not good for you. Yeah, the Kool Aid Man's coming for you. Oh wow! What's another good one? What's the um uh, Hubba Bubba? I don't know if there's a Hubba Bubba Man, but what about Captain Crunch? There's just a commercial, Cereal. and it's like someone shoving gum in your mouth while you're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Eat hubba bubba. Hubba bubba, hubba bubba, hubba bubba, hubba bubba, hubba bubba, bubba. Just like a group of like dudes dressed in yellow and pink dancing around your bed doing the hubba bubba dance. What's up? They're all going hubba bubba, hubba bubba. What's up? You remember Barney, the purple dinosaur? What if he's all like. Fucking Barney, dude. You just wake up in the middle of the night because you felt something <laughs> heavy on your bedside. It's his and tail. then you wake up. <laughs> it's his tail. You wake up. And he's, he's not there. He's... And you just see purple footprints everywhere. <laughs> and then he just shows up. He's like, come play. We're going to learn. I'm Barney. You know, it'd be even scarier that you wake up and you feel that. And it's his tail on your bed. And he's facing away from you. And then you go, what the heck? And he turns around slowly with his tail still on him. Oh, shit. And he just, <laughs> over his shoulder, glances at you and he goes, wanna play? <laughs> <laughs> and his teeth are like shark teeth oh, instead of like man. those curved yeah. teeth. His tail's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's too far. <laughs> oh, he could be a murderer, he but he murder. can't be a pedo. No, all right. <clears throat> they don't make movies about pedos, they make movies about murderers. Yeah, usually they're the same. Wonder who's another good character that could. When be I when I was growing up, the rumor had it that the Barney guy who played Barney was doing drugs in the costume while he was playing it. <laughs> so <laughs> what's wrong was, with that? But I, I was like it's out of sight. I was like 11, 10, 12 that age. 
when I was hearing about, well, maybe I was younger, like eight or nine, and I was mm. hearing about this, I was like, don't watch Barney anymore because the guy in there is a drug. <laughs> I'm just picturing this guy in the costume just like, fucking, I hate my job. <laughs> Yo, hi, everybody. Hey, you guys so good to have you here. Dude, I feel like it's so, he should be doing drugs out of sight of the kids in his costume. You know? What? Exactly. Oh, dude, what are all those? There was a lot of different. There's a lot of different old school kind of cartoon staple things. Like we used to watch Gumby and Pokey, Pokey and Gumby, Tom Gumby, and Jerry. There's some. There's dude. like older ones, Tom and, Jerry. and then there was like the ones that like, cause like Mighty Mouse, and then you had like Mickey Mouse. Then you had the Disney stories. You had your basic Power Rangers, your Barney, mm. your Mister Rogers. You had all these things that kept moving. But then it was like the late 90s, early 2000s. They started coming out with all these other things. That, that are n- arguably not nourishing. No, yeah. Rocco's Modern Life, there's nothing nourishing like, about like, that. Like Barney, arguably not nourishing. Teletubbies, arguably not nourishing. Right. It's just like the aliens took over our television programming. Yeah. And they're like, we got to get these guys used to dragons that talk and to little squishy it's all happening now little squishy people with antennas on their heads cuz that exists and, and we're going to be coming to earth when they're in their 30s so it's like getting us ready thank yeah. you thank you disney whereas like mr rogers is just a kind old gentleman yeah. he's like it's like hey, nice to be here with hey, you today. guys it's a beautiful day in this neighborhood I'm mr rogers <laughs> Gullah Island, do you he, remember that? He one? like opens an episode and you're like, oh, he's insane this time. <laughs> like, like, like one episode, he's like really old and he's, he's like, hello, everybody. My name is Mr. Rogers. <laughs> he holds it, holds it for too long. And was like, oh, okay. All right, kids, close your eyes, kids. <laughs> and cut. Uh, are we going to put that in? Oh, yes. <laughs> the children need to know that nonsense is okay. Yeah. There's <laughs> enough. <laughs> it's a 15-minute episode, and he's just going... <laughs> I'd love to see the... Like, the... <clears throat> Mr. Rogers, like, his, like... What is it? Mr. Maybe? Rogers' techno dance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they have some type of secretary or, like, assistant. He's like, dude... Raj, get get your fucking shit together. <laughs> You're just making noises for an extended period of time. Did you write a script for this episode? <laughs> no, I forgot. He's <laughs> like, dude, and you're, you're losing it out there. Everyone can tell. I can tell. The director can tell. The kids can tell. He starts doing his puppetry. And he's like, he's oh. like I'm, what is the Daniel the Tiger? I'm Daniel the Tiger. And I am a hungry tiger. <laughs> I must get blood because tigers eat. He like goes full like biological accuracy. Tigers eat other, and then like an antelope walks by and like, he squirts ketchup everywhere. And he's like the circle of life. And he's like these kids need to know what nature's really like. The truth. They can't handle the truth. Daniel might be shy, but he's still a tiger. Yeah. Dude, everyone said that Mr. Rogers was like either gay or like some kind of drug addict. The Barney person, Pee Wee Herman, and they well they they said he was um, a secret like undercover marine or something, and like he had tattoos that he covered with his turtlenecks. Oh, yeah. It's like oh. that, none of that was true. Yeah. He was actually um really interesting. He was a priest. Really, he was a. So he was gay. 
So, wow. so he did like kids. No, he had a wife. He had a wife. He was he was not a he went to seminary, I guess is what you call it. Okay. Yeah. Um so you go for, he was gonna be a Presbyterian Oh Presbo? <laughs> oh Presbo? Hell yeah. He's gonna be a Presbo pre. Uh, yeah. <laughs> get them Presbo pre's. Yeah. Where you have to store your probos <laughs> to get his own eight. Presbo. Um and he 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 decided that he was gonna make his his life sermon the, the television rather than like going to be a, a church in the cla- going to be a priest in a church in the classic way. I dig that. That's cool. I mean, he he's a legendary figure. If you talk to people who are like <coughs> mid thirties, late thirties, they grew up on Mister Rogers and um, talking to him right here. Oh, you're Mister Rogers. Yeah. No, I mean thirties. Oh, you you grew up watching Mister Rogers. Thirty five. This year is when I turned I turned 35 this there year. There you go. Man. I grew up on the tail end. I saw reruns and stuff and oh, saw yeah. when he was really old, but that's when he was doing that. Right. Get your shit Fred. His wife comes on stage, slaps him. Get it together. Yeah. What you writing down there? Show notes. Remember that was one of my jobs. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. I got it right. Well, show notes. Oh yeah. We're starting to split up. Uh, responsibilities here on Renegade Supreme. While Tim's writing that down, we want you guys to go support the show at Patreon slash Renegade Supreme dot net org com slash jobs. That's Steve Jobs, Renegade Supreme slash jobs, Steve Jobs, Apple dot com dot net forward slash Colgate toothpaste sponsored by Colgate. Keep your teeth fresh and clean. We just want you to know that we care about you and that you should care about us and our livelihoods. And um, we also think that one, 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 one time donations are ridiculous and you should support on a daily basis. On a day. $100 daily. a day. On a daily, you dipshit. But if you like the podcast, go check it out. I don't know if we're actually going to have a Patreon, but we'll have something in the link yeah, in the description. We'll have something. It's where you can just give us all our OnlyFans money. All your life savings uh, to us. So I, And if you don't support, we're going to cover this podcast with a shit ton of ads yeah. <laughs> for Trojan condoms. Uh, Trojan condoms? Uh, condoms well, that'll get you through war and peace. We're all about preventing childbirth here. All of us. <laughs> just kidding. That was a joke. We're not. We're not about preventing childbirth. We're just about responsible yeah. sex. Responsible sex. And also our sponsor, Drums and Tums. Mm. You get to drumming and get a headache, and then get your tummy rumbling because <laughs> you're drumming. Grab some tums and make your stomach, your tummy, your whatever's in. I don't know what those organs are called. Dude, make them feel better. The ilium. The ilium. The frickin' oh, the diaphragm, the peduncle, the cyber sackable, sackable, <laughs> cyber sackable. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like a futuristic uh, rectum. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I don't know. So the show notes. Um, I'm writing show notes. Are you gonna read them out now? <laughs> no, this is the show notes, uh, pre-show notes for a possible maybe direction. Which we decide on our own, but for next episode, some notes were uh, myths. 
So to talk about myths, we could mention the different myths. For instance, there's the the bad or the dark father, the corrupt king, the evil king or queen, the tragic hero, uh. the hero hero, the lone wolf, the lone ranger, the brothers, the bastard son, the resurrection, <clears throat> karma. Karma is currency. <clears throat> How do you pay karmically? Is karma directly related to our set of beliefs or is it a broader, more divine entity? So you want to choose one of these for today? For the no, I just since we wrote them down the other day, I oh, figured I I'd just read them out loud. Oh, all right. Well, post in the comment section if there is one, what you would like us yeah, to Yeah, that's about. a good idea. Or we could... email Tim at yeah. tim.gmail. What's your what's your email? <laughs> the Kerouac Cafe at gmail.com. T H E K E R O U A C C A F E at gmail.com. You could email Tim and he'll. He won't answer you directly. We'll answer you on the podcast, and you could talk about what you want to talk about. I'm getting wafts of air blowing this hot garbage into my... I put it over there, <laughs> hoping it would But every now and then I go to take a breath, and I'm like, oh, that's a lot of hot garb. Hell yeah. Hot garb, boy. Hot garb's okay, though. It's good for you. Alrighty. So. Strengthens the immune system. So let's see here. So how you doing, Tim? How you doing, Tim? We, we're we're kind of on week four, uh, coming up to a month since the um, fires happened. Oh, and uh, yeah. what's your what's your perspective on things? How are things going? Um, things are going in a direction, not the best direction. Some good things are happening. Some bad things are happening. So the direction that things are going is forward generally speaking it's going forward in a positive manner for some people and going forward in a negative manner for some people and it's just going to get worse that's why it is forward is what i mentioned right. <clears throat> it's it's continually so people are gonna get help and assistance and gonna be okay and then there's the other half that are not gonna be okay and that are not doing well they still have a curfew on the lower part of lahaina luna really it's because wow it's right there by the park and where you get into the lower part where the 30, 40 houses are, it's access to the rest of the burn area. So they have National Guard there. And they're really nice. But they won't let you in <clears throat> after 10 o'clock into your own house, even if it's on your, like, it's what? in your name, deed, right on your license, all that. And that's just because as soon as they let you through, you got to go take a right and then go up and up straight to the intersection, take a right and go to the neighborhood. Or you could go straight, I guess. And they, they just don't want to try to stop people. So because they keep it open and there's not as much fencing and barricades over there because of how close it is to everything, but there's only 30, 40 houses. And let's say 15 of those houses actually have people in them staying now. Right. Everyone else is like, we're getting the fuck out of here. So there's that. <clears throat> they just lifted the checkpoint at Malaya Harbor. They were doing it very inconsistently. <clears throat> Excuse me. Very inconsistently. And I even yeah. emailed the county about it. I was like, you want people to trust and put their faith in the government and what y'all are doing. And you guys can't even do something as minor right. that you are saying is for an important reason. Can't even be consistent. Let's say we've been back and forth 30 different times because we were go hang out at the Kava Bar. Five times they've had it. And everyone's like, oh, they check every night. And it's like, why? You mean every night you went? Because every night we went, they didn't. So 
and we've gone almost every night. So right. I emailed them about that. Well, I think it's because you got Neville strapped to the roof of the car, <laughs> and he's wearing a shark shark costume, <laughs> and then so they assume that you're with the National Guard. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, let him on through, Enrique. This is the big boss. We got the LT coming in. The LT boy. I like that. But we're doing okay. We are in need of housing. We're looking for that. Besides that, we're doing all right. Uh, unemployment should be kicking in. It's still a waiting game on that. Mm-hmm. Seeing what her job is going to mm-hmm. do. There's a lot of, there still is, oddly enough, a lot of uncertainty. And then we are trying to set up a donation platform for our friends because we have a friend in her, in her man, her old burly looking lovely man, hunk of a Asian meat man. They lost their house and unfortunately they lost a loved one. Uh, in the house as well. Damn. And then they were trying to get money from, oh, it seems as if there is another exotic human being <laughs> outside. Hey. How you guys doing? Good, good. How are you, man? I like the fit. Where are you uh, going? Going for a quick run before this long weekend ends and it gets dark. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, is Have it going to get dark after the long weekend? Is the summer? Is the summer it's over? Like, in like an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be dark forever. Dude, I commend your bravery for running. As a as a dark man, <laughs> running yourself on dark streets when there's when there's rich white people around here, hippies. There's a dark man. Run him over. Run him over. You know how that story ends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Oh, uh, Sean told me that you're gonna come on and talk about. Uh, we gotta get you on the podcast. AI. I'd love to we gotta get a third AI. mic first, and then yeah. we'll get you on yeah. here. We should save but, the good convos, the juicy convos for, for yeah. when I have a mic in front of me. Yeah. Because you could you can you make one with AI? Make a microphone <laughs> make right quick. Microphone? Is it not like abracadabra AI? No, yeah. <laughs> abracadabra. <laughs> and then it's there. Go before we keep you here forever. Yeah, we'll keep okay. you here. Yeah, I'd love to come on sometime. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Love for you to come on too. Love for you to come on or too. Or we could uh we could we could also just have them squeeze in like we could put our cheeks together. <laughs> Be like, How are you doing? Be really, you're like, really warm. Intimate conversation. You're really warm. I didn't realize Brown was so sweaty. <laughs> so that's what's going on in uh, Lahaina. There is uncertainty still. There are porta potties, and the sewer and the water apparently is not good. Mm. Yet people are showering with it. Some people aren't drinking it. Some people are using it for their lawns and flowers. Some people, people aren't. People are showering. So, so there's all that. That's what's going on. There is supposed to be a meeting on Wednesday, September 13th, a meeting about a public meeting in Wailuku. I think you can you can go to the County of Maui website or Facebook, and there might be a link to it. But there's things going on there. I think there there might be a march coming up soon. There wasn't one yesterday. That That was the tentative date for one. And we're just a peaceful march. Yeah, we're just trying to keep our heads down and figure out, you know, every day is a little different, but also the same. Just meeting together with our friends and family and kind of trying to figure it out together. Everyone's being helpful. You can go to the Napili Park. Napili Park has got a lot of very good stuff. First time we actually went to a hub, I went to a hub and got like fresh meat. Mm. Oh, from Maui Nui Venison. 
Oh, ground yeah. Ground meat. I just bought some of that at the store. Are they just giving it out there? Just giving it out. No, so my buddy away. Kakai is going to let me know, I guess, tomorrow if they get it, they get shipments in because they have big containers over here in Wailuku. Right. right. And then they're like, hey, we're out of this stuff. So, and it's all, I saw yeah, some good people I hadn't seen. That in venison will put hope in your soul. We made, we made deer chili with it. That, Dude, that, that when night. I eat that venison, I feel like. I'm alive. Yeah, dude, I'm fucking my ears out. I'm so <laughs> I feel I feel reborn. Yeah, that's that's how I feel. I feel I've been rebirthed from the loin up. From the loin up. <laughs> so you're black. <laughs> I feel as if I was reborn from the taint forward. Dang. From the taint forward. Well, I'll, one thing good about the taint is the taint is the origin of all life. The taint is the origin. If you're reborn from the taint up. <sighs> Breathe into the taint. That's why they call it tantalizing. That's <laughs> <laughs> very clever. Tantalization. Tantalization. Yes. Tantalization is the, is the act of communicating with another man or woman's. Well, I guess women don't have taints, do they? They, they kind of can, can uh, potentially. But you can communicate with another man's taint via your taint. Uh, it's a very difficult process. But so, yes, yes, besides you're, you're focusing, what, yes. besides communicating with other men's taints, I wonder, is there a certain, like a certain, I don't really know. But you were talking about inside. Some things, the hero's journey. You were ta- you m- you met an individual, uh, a young or an older gentleman that was talking about his. Yeah, I met. Um, his name was. I think I could say John because there's a lot of Johns out there. And, yeah, yeah. And he's white, so he's got nothing to worry about. And w- what happened? You said that he had a son, and you thought it was interesting. He wanted him to branch. We were, out. We were talking about. Um, just the initiation process of being a young man growing up into an older man. Um, yeah. Was there, I don't know. You want to talk about that? Yeah, I, I thought there was, I, I probably f- heard you incorrectly, but I thought you were mentioning talking about that earlier. Yeah, we could. That, we could or the, if, that. if we talk about that, we can Well, we kind of talked about it in the last episode. Um, the, the, the call to adventure. Um, being this sort of initiation um, for all humans. Um, but I think especially it's a, important for young men. Otherwise, they deal with identity crisis issues, you know. What kind of... I'll tie that into the myths. What I think most myths and old stories talk about that. Like in like all of them, only because I listed a bunch of things here. What's crazy is for some reason I feel like all myths almost all kind of meet and connect at some point, right? So let's say Star Wars, you got uh, the ba- the Dark Father, Darth Vader, right? And right. then you've got, but the hero is like Luke Skywalker. Then there's mm. the the, bro- the you know you talk about brothers in myths and stories, but then it's the brother and sister, right? The children, and then there's that like they almost hooked up, and it's like. That kind of thing happens too. You have like the mm. incest. You've got Oedipus. You've got the lone wolf. Then Luke has to do it all on his own. He can't use any help. You've got he's a tragic hero, 
but then Darth Vader was the tragic hero because he ended up dying for the purpose of the balancing. So mm. I, I just thought of like that just kind of came to me when I mentioned it after what you're saying. I was like, and it's like you can talk about the myths, but they almost all connect in some sort of form or another, and there's got to be a reason for that. Maybe that's just what that's what life is, and that's what we're right. looking to navigate through. Well, it, myths. yeah, I mean, I think myths are our subconscious uh, mind reflecting out into uh, a made-up story, and um, myth is ultimately an outline of the process humans undergo um, in living life. So everyone essentially lives a lives a myth. Everyone lives. <clears throat> I get like, like you could <clears throat> you could you could look at your life when you're dead and be, you could tell the story of the myth of how you had this call in your soul to do something and everyone kind of was like, I mean, you probably shouldn't do that, but something in you told you to do it. And then you did it and you jumped off the deep end and then you realized how crazy of a jump that was. And then you met some kind of mentor along the way and then they helped you along and then you learned something about yourself. You never thought you did or you never thought you could, and then you come along to the end of the journey where maybe you almost die, or maybe you don't almost die, but you have this new perspective on life that you can bring back to where you started, and you really are never the same. I mean, I think we go through that cycle many, many times in life, over and over and over. Um, but that's essentially what a, a myth story is. It's that's pretty crazy. Straying away from what you know to learn something <clears throat> and what you bring back is the is the knowing. And the, and, the, and then like the the book The Alchemist, the treasure was right underneath your nose the whole time. Oh. Cuz you, you the, the the truth tr was right in front of you. Exactly. Well, yeah, the um there's a really good song I like. It's called um I saw God the other day. Um it's by Victor Wooten. A really famous bass uh, yeah. uh, a really famous bass player, and it's about how everyone's God basically. It, everywhere you look, that's God. And um, there's a quote in the book, and it's like, um, "I realized that everything I paid for in life, I could have gotten for free." And it's this sort of realization that all all the power resides in you always and we sometimes don't really understand that until we really go through some shit but the <clears throat> the ultimate control over your life is you you're the main player in your own life and then and also you're not a main player in anyone else's life really unless you got kids but we we learn that because we go on these adventures because we're like, I want to figure, I want to find out the truth. And the truth is usually that the power is here right now. Always the magic is here within you. The treasure is within inside you. The wisdom's there. It, it was already here. You just had to remember that it was there. And that's what the journey is about, really. It's re yeah. remembering what you knew before you were born. That you already always were. You are and I am, and that is all that there is. And then 
it's like the potential that it is the the potential that we have is supposed to be met. It's does yeah, it's like and it's this idea and I think in this is turning into like a Bible study podcast. <laughs> and God let's just say we hate the Bible. Yeah. Okay, now I'm going to talk about the Bible. <laughs> yeah. So in the Bible it says <laughs> it's something about um Oh fuck. What did you just say? Well, we're like we're like predestined to reach our our potential, right? In a way of absolutely. I think I think there's a possibility you can't you don't reach your potential if you don't listen to your internal intuitive guidance, your your balls or your guts. Yeah, you know, if you listen to your brain a little too much over your balls. Balls usually get you in the right direction. Balls roll your brain. They get you in pussy, and you can't go wrong there. You can't go wrong. (laughs) Well, you could. Nice and smooth. (laughs) Um, I like that. But I think. uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm a big fan of the puss. (laughs) The same. But (laughs) everyone, it's like now everyone that listens like. Oh, and we know they're not gay. <laughs> but I love <laughs> dick. <laughs> okay, we don't know anymore. Yeah. We got to keep them on the fence. <laughs> um, so I think it's it's this... Um, the fuck were you talking about? The potential. Yeah, the predestined. We're, we're almost... There's almost... It's almost like God or whatever higher power has an idea for you but it's also your idea for you they're like one and the same but it's your his images his image is based off of you and his images is clear and yours maybe isn't so clear or god's image or the universe's image and um it's kind of like I don't know. No, I don't know where you were going with that, but I want I, you to continue. I can <clears throat> tell you where I was going with that. So I like how you mentioned. I really appreciate how you mentioned that sometimes it's possible to not reach that potential, but it's we we're predestined. We're supposed to reach the highest potential, you know, and things like this always I believe we'll cross-reference many of the things we talk about, highest virtues, mm. things of that nature. However, the potential is predestined. Right. right? We're supposed to be that good. And it can mm. it can You're supposed not, to be that yeah, good. But yeah. it can not happen because it's our responsibility, right? So it's like things the, the the chessboard is set. All the pieces are there, but it's our responsibility to move them ourselves. I think a lot of people don't move them. They get into this. And this is a victim mentality. They say, well, I didn't have any choice in being born. Okay, yeah, me neither. Fucking fuck off, whatever. So things should be great for me. Well, and maybe they should. And maybe they should in that school of thought. But that's not the way it is right now. As I mentioned earlier, Mm -hmm. talking about our friend that's gone off. And we're talking about, you know, where she's going to do all right. And it's good. She's going off and she needs to to keep doing on her own, but not be a victim is when you become that victim, then you're just saying, who's going to help me. And like right now, life, life is hard. It's a little tough for us. It's tougher for some people that are less fortunate, but it's still tough. And we have the responsibility to do people of action. And I think when you focus on reaching your full potential, 
I think that's when your your journey and your universe opens up so mm. much more. Because to take that call to adventure, that hero's journey, is coincides with this idea of taking responsibility and reaching your full potential. Right, right. So you're going. And in the myth that I the myths that I dream about, kind of it's like I'll sometimes dream about like the legacy that I'm gonna leave. It's like, what's the point of that? What good is that? And it's like the legacy. Because what am I doing now that's gonna leave that to when then people later on down the road, they let's say they're talking about me or talking about something that I was involved in. Is that gonna be an example of that call to adventure? And it could be an untrue story because it, it, it's almost it doesn't matter if it's true, but I want to know that I fulfilled it like truthfully. Mm. And then whether they believe it's true or not, like, yeah, I heard this one guy, brown mustache, he used to do this and jumped <laughs> off the plane. You know what I mean? It's like, there's no more pine trees. <laughs> it's like, I, I, but I do. I dream and think about the legacy that I'm going to leave. And that's important. Because it's not always important what people think of you in a very kind of whiny way. Mm. But it is important what people are going to see and what they're going to read and learn about you later on in this fact that these call to adventure stories is something out of someone's mind based on something that someone did something, you yeah, know, it just right. goes down the line. Mm. Like, are we going to set place these proper myths and stories for the rest of the generations after us to read and then hope them because being responsible and accountable to try to be our full potential is not fucking easy. Sometimes it's just not. So that's why people just fucking come and shit and piss and fuck. I think I, I'm going to disagree with you or have a different opinion on... I don't think everyone... You're not dis- I, <laughs> Go ahead. first off, am white. <laughs> so I'm different than you. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I, I think... Um, I think for some p- parts of my life, I have looked into... Think about my legacy. Like It, oh, okay. it really affected my decisions. But I think um, that can also lead to not a good result or it, sometimes it's not helpful and i think sometimes send you down the wrong path pe- people worry for certain people it's good because it puts things into perspective but for other people it makes them hyper obsessed with what other people think about them mm. and so they they Absolutely. never really truly live authentically and they never do what's sort of joyful for them and so they they keep that joy from the rest of the world as well and i think hyper fixating on the end result um, is to kind of forget slightly about the most important thing, which is the journey itself. The journey and the right now. Yeah, no, the, I could the, agree the right with that now, too. The, jo- the, the joys and the journey. But I think, um, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I just, I personally don't, don't prefer anymore to think about the legacy I leave. And I prefer more to think about what do I want to do and what do I want to get done in this lifetime? And am I going to do it? Or am I just going to sit on my ass? Or am I just going to ignore those callings to adventure? Am I going to ignore them and make up excuses like, oh, I got to work my nine to five job that's paying me squalor? Or am I going to, you know, actually put the effort into make changes and kind of listen to that um, guidance? I think... It's an important exercise to do a few times in your life, though, because I think it's important to be like, well, what benefit do I want to have in the world? But I wonder if Hitler thought about that. 
Uh, he's like, one I want to have the biggest impact on the world. So he's one of my favorites. I don't know if it's always the the best, but I think coming from the right place, it's a really helpful way to frame things. For sure. No, that's a good point. Because also not living authentically, if you get into that bad cycle and hellhole, then, right. then you're just negating everything. You're not going to any adventure. You're just sitting there exactly. playing Halo or fucking... You know, yeah. jerking off to fucking The Sims or whatever it is. <laughs> well, yeah, and I think yeah, I've done that before, for someone though. like me. Like, I think I automatically will hyperfixate on what people think about me, and so I have to do things to to stop that or or, or, or think in the other direction. Whereas someone else might um, have an easier time thinking about themselves and what they want, and and so thinking about their legacy might be a little bit more balancing for them whereas for me um i can get into ruts where i just i'm so i i think about what other people think about me so much where i don't even really consider my needs you know and that's not healthy it's not healthy. and then when you don't consider your needs you're not joyful and when you're not joyful you're not really giving much to the world you know mm-hmm. if you're if you're a miserable fuck all the time <laughs> you know you're gonna spread that misery no matter what package you wrap it in you could wrap it in priesthood you could wrap it in volunteering you could wrap it in being a mathematician but if you hate your life um i think you're only causing other people to hate their you're gonna bring people with you absolutely that whole misery loves company that's cliche for a reason man that thing's so true i mean misery spreads misery you know i think it's in in a in a way it's our obligation to find what brings us joy and to responsibly do that thing as much as possible, and or even slightly irresponsibly, yeah. yeah, and share wow. it, yeah. That puts I, in the light about people that that spread like the word. If they're being, let's say, decent and respectful, oh, learn this about you know the Presbo Lord, learn this about the Prado Lord, right. learn this about the Calvo Lord. Mm, it's like, yeah, maybe give them a little, get a little, little slack because. If they're if they're being decent and, and kind and respectful, then they're just spreading that joy that fills them up. Yeah. Or but I think cult. a lot of that action is done out of fear because they're like, you're gonna die in hell, There's and you better read this yeah. because if, if I don't spread enough of these, I'll die in hell. <laughs> We're all gonna die in hell. Like that's not. He the, runs out of Bibles and passes out. We need more. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I don't have enough. I'm burning already. I got a sunburn today. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, some some Mexican over there named. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking Hispanic. I don't yeah. know why. Just call oh, him Dios Amigo. Mio. You played. Hey. Just pray, pray to Dios. Oh, He's over there at the water hose. Come here, Mister Amigo. Is come it, here. Was it blessed? Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I think anything coming from the place of joy is is a is a form of truth, you know, and I think. Uh, you know, I wonder if we. You can be a Satanist coming from a, a place of joy, and it's gonna be, it's gonna resonate. You know, it, it, yeah, it will be sincere. But if you're coming from a place of fear and uncertainty and a lack of faith, um, it's gonna, it's gonna spread that. And I, I that's think, no good. Yeah. There's so many people that are already miserable, and I may have mentioned this when we first started this whole podcast. Right, I guess I'm free. <laughs> I've mentioned Renegade this a lot, but I would tell people <laughs> when I when I meet them, 
you know, there's a lot of unhappy people in this world. I said, just, just go out, just go in a line at the gas station. Just go to Walmart. Coffee. Dude, that's where they all go. <laughs> they all go to Walmart. You can tell. They all go to Walmart. <laughs> Dude, you can't, Walmart. You, you can't walk into Walmart without feeling like this. Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you want to buy this thing? Walmart. Hey, everyone's a rhino everyone's a hippo everyone's a walrus you try and leave the store and they're like you can't leave yet yeah, you've got it i've got to check your receipt yeah. you've got to stay <laughs> stay you're in prison to your thoughts and mine <laughs> here meet mr walmart <laughs> we're all living the walmart life it's wow. a hard life but I'll, it's a walmart life what if someone walmart can make it and better. does not go where are you going, Susie? Oh, I was just going to say. I'm kids, thinking I'm going to go to Target today <laughs> instead. We were going to go to Walmart, but, you know, after listening to Renegade Supreme, it's really changed I my life. I saw the Jeffersons go to Target, and I haven't seen a lot of white people go there. Let's <laughs> go, Target. And I didn't want to go to Yay, Target, Target because of the white people, but. Be careful, though. You go to Target, you'll come out LGBT. You know? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you go to Walmart, you're going to be in hell. Target, you're LGBT. LGBT. They're all to, white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you go to Arby's, and you Get high cholesterol, uh, <laughs> you know? Oh, do I have to say? I'm joking. Uh, I'm joking. You don't... <laughs> uh, maybe you should. There are some sensitive people out there. Renegade But if Supreme. you walk... That's what, that's what Renegade Supreme's all about, though. Saying what you want out of your butt. Saying <laughs> what you want out of your butt? Man. Right now, in the United States of America, there has been quite the uptick in amount of flatulence around the world. <laughs> Uh, seems this the cause and caveat of this is renegade supreme. <laughs> Say what you want out of your butt, and I'm quoting him directly, John. That's That'd be the best newscast in the world, dude. <laughs> front page, People Magazine. Increased flatulence around the world. Oh, yeah. There's just people being interviewed. I can't stop farting. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, sir, if you'd just please focus. It's like uh, an, oh, yeah. <laughs> if you can please focus and tighten the sphincter, sir, we could get through this interview. And the interviewer is like farting too. He's like, we can get through this interview. And then like they're interviewing like an old man. Oh yeah. I haven't farted this much since <laughs> I was thirty-four, and I ate a whole. Big pile of Jerusalem artichoke. Oh, God. <laughs> and bananas and onions and garlic. <laughs> and I was, I, I, I don't know, it must be in the air. I've been farting all day. I don't know why he's British now. I've been <laughs> here coming at you from the UK. Yeah, I've been farting all day, I say. <laughs> uh, it's just been a constant stream of. Yeah, dude, what if... And it makes a whistle every time my aperture is perfect. <laughs> what if... Listen, I could, I could fart you the ABCs. <laughs> alongside, alongside, it seems here in around the world, John, that not only is there an uptick and a big increase in influx in... The amount of flatulence. It seems that there's a correlation to the amount of marriages <laughs> happening. People are starting to fuck. They're smelling <laughs> what the other person has in their life. Finally, John. It seems that uh, there has been <laughs> quite. Can we just say a rise. It's a goal. 
it's a rise in reproduction. Score one for mankind right now. The aliens are up on Mars. They <laughs> <laughs> learned about flagellants. <laughs> it's like, I told you to let them know. <laughs> Flashulence increases libido by a factor of a million. <laughs> you like, just go. What if it's that? Oh. What if it's that simple, man? Just you just like it. talk to some old people, and they're like, "We've been farting all night." And you're like, "Oh, grandma, hmm. that means you've been fucking." They've been fucking. But yes, people aren't happy. <laughs> people are not happy. But I don't, you know why? Because they aren't farting enough. They're not, they're not letting it out, man. They're, well, they're not letting it out, but they're not letting it in. Let the truth out. Sometimes you just got to open up the sphincter and suck in some air just to get out of fart later on. Just to, to be ready. I call it reverse farting. You just... Revarding. <laughs> yeah. Not to be confused with revolting. Yeah. Not to be confused with... Other things. Refinancing. Financing. <laughs> Not to be confused with dying. Not to be confused with flying. No. So I like to say this. Renegade Supreme. <laughs> if you walk around, <laughs> how awesome would it be if we had commercials, like real advertisements? For our show. <laughs> yeah. And it's just pe just random people just we could take the mic on the road. Because we are gonna go. We're gonna have a tour and on the road. Oh yeah, we should. We should do the tour, yeah. and we only do it in like spots in the middle of nature, and people have to hike to us. Uh, yeah. So you got to be like cool to come to us. Yeah. Hike more, you bitch. Use <laughs> those fucking them ten toes ears. It's like just the well, first thing we need from you is go ahead and say the podcast name. What? Say the podcast name. Renegade Supreme. Mm -hmm. But say it exciting. Renegade Supreme. <laughs> and just have everybody saying it. Renegade Supreme. Guess who this is? Renegade Supreme. <laughs> it's like Renegade Supreme. Renegade Supreme. Here you go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got a hungry. <laughs> a hungry. I'm Hungarian. <laughs> I can't do a hungry hungry accent. Yeah. You just gotta sound hungry. What do you sound like when you're hungry? <laughs> Oh, that's his, ladies and gentlemen, that is his <laughs> stomach. No, I was saying Renegade Supreme. Oh, oh in Hungarian. Yeah. <laughs> no, I guess in Hungarian. <clears throat> Renegade Supreme. It sounds Russian, kind yeah, of. No, but isn't but that what not... Hungarian is? <laughs> oh, you're going to start a war. <laughs> start a war? Did um, I ever tell you about the time I asked a Ukrainian lady? I was eating at a restaurant. On the west side. Okay. With some friends. Before the fires. This is before the fires. <clears throat> this is during the whole Ukraine conflict. The Which big is still going on, I think. Yeah, I have no idea. But it's still so going go, on, but it was the start, I think. And I go, I was like, what was your name? Because I always tried to ask the waitress what their name is or waiter, bartender. Because that's one thing everyone's like, oh, I don't know where the bill is. Oh, we haven't had something in a while. We'll just ask mm. them. Oh, I don't know their name. They never said. So just get all out of the way. Mm. Let's ask what their name is. Because in these casual joints, people, it's not supposed to, oh, hey, my name's this. They're like, hey, what can I do for you guys? I'll take care of you. So I asked her name, and it was something kind of normal, but she had an odd accent. I said, what? You're, you're not, like, where are you from? She was, uh, Ukraine. And I said, oh, and I don't know why. Maybe it's because I had a couple shots. I was like, yeah, so I was like, everyone in your family okay? <laughs> I was like, everyone. Oh, she man. goes, 
no. And I was like, oh, shit. Fuck, dude. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Yeah, it sounds horrible, right? But it was oh, hilarious man. when she walked away. I was like, fuck, she, she could have la- said yes. Did she laugh? No, 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 she was serious. She looks you in the eye with, like, the coldest stare. She goes, no. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. <clears throat> oh, that's what. I, I, well, I didn't ask right away. I said, what are your thoughts about everything that's going on? Do you have a certain right, side, right. or do you think it's just some political thing? Because you I weren't trying know. to be rude, you were just. And asking then I said, questions. "Oh, well, I hope everyone's okay. Everyone's okay." Yeah. yeah. And then she was like, "No," and I was like, <sighs> "All the air got sucked up out of the open air, yeah, <laughs> the into your butt." Yeah. <laughs> and then back to Maiden. <laughs> and then you farted, and yeah. then you got horny. Got horny. Um, that's crazy. Did you learn anything about? Her perspective of of that whole ordeal. She said she didn't really know like what was happening. Yeah, she just said that she was just hoping. It's tough, you know. You only know about war after a fact. You 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 only know what the hell happened, you know, when it's like twenty years later, and you're like, well, or at least a few a few years later, and everyone's been talking about it, and the words spread, and you have a a good understanding. But when that when it's happening. Both sides are trying to cover up as much information as as possible. Oh, absolutely, for the, yeah. For the, well, at least their own information, and so anything that would give the other side useful information that would harm them. It's just like this thing with the fires that we 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 still don't really know what the hell is happening, but we have an, enough knowledge that's spread over the course of what it's been a month. You know, that's a long time. It is a long time. It's a long time, and you're right. We don't know. We don't know that much. And that's one thing you have said since the beginning is the information. People need things. Yes, they need food. Sure, they need some water. Fuck off. Information. Information is knowledge or knowledge is power. Knowledge, yeah. Right. Information is, is powerful. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that people only have a small percentage of right now. Right. And that's what that's that's one of the guys I was talking with today uh, that I met at the coffee shop said he says we believe um, information is power right now and people don't have the information that they, they need to deal with. Because it's, it's not about how to get food and water. It's about how to deal with lawyers and lawsuits and how to deal with uh, government agencies and what you deserve and what you don't deserve and how to deal with insurance companies weaseling out of claims and how to it's like that's a lot of information and it's overwhelming and he was he was also explaining to me how some people aren't ready for certain amounts of information they need to take it bite by bite because they're still grieving they've lost family members they've lost homes they're not ready to go for a lawsuit or to join up with a, a lawyer to sue an electric company. They're not ready mm. to, like, they're mm. just trying to, you know, what's the next step for them? Where is the information? What's, what yeah, do they what's need the to proper know? or positive next step? Because yeah. people are making rash decisions as their next step. Right. And there's a lot of people involved. It's not just you and your wife or you and your kids. Sometimes, like my friend, yeah. he lived in a family house. His grandma lived there. Mom, dad, brothers, right. sisters, cousins. And so that's you're making a distance that's going to affect everyone because mm-hmm. everybody lost everything. And that's that's a good point to make, that information, which I think everyone kind of knows that deep down inside, that information is power and knowledge i met this guy at the dmv one time mm-hmm. <clears throat> he was an urban gentleman 
and not an Urban Outfitters, but like a, he was a little, it was caramel colored like myself. And we were talking and I don't remember how the conversation happened, but it was organic. And he said, well, I mean, what do you want in life? He goes, what, you just want the girl's number? He goes, you know, do, what do, you, do you want access to the goods? And, like, he was talking like that in the DMV right next to me. He's a player. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, I like player. this guy. He was like, I mean, what do you, he goes, because do you want, want the status on your Facebook? Do you want her number and her to go out in public with you? Or do you want access to that what she got in them legs? He goes, if you are the one that can get with her, he goes, access is power. And so information, knowledge, that's power. But the deal is. Wow, what an analogy. Holy cow. To get to the access of the thing, what you want, you got to have the right information to get that access. Right. Right. I think, and also... What that guy you were talking about? Your, does he have a name? Do we want to give him a name? Dude, uh, Sm- Ronald. <laughs> I was gonna say Mar Monkle. Smog, Smeagol. Smeagol. Well, Smeagol over there wants the ring. I think there's a point, and I think there's a point that I want to unify all this and connect what we're talking about with the fires to the myths, and kind of understanding myth to understand yourself. You have to really identify what it is you want because no one else is going to do it for you. And if there's one thing that you're responsible for in this life, it's, it's identifying what it is you want. And it's also identifying what it is you want for your loved ones who you're responsible for. But, but that's also just identifying what you want. And, and it, when you identify what you want, you have to be specific. Do you just want the number? Right. Or do you want to get in there? Yeah. Do you, do you, or, or we could go a step deeper. Do you just want to get in those legs, or do you want a meaningful relationship? You want a family? Do you want a fa- Do you do you want emotional depth and to to, to build a strong, lasting connection? <clears throat> so, do you do you just want to get by, or do you want to thrive? Do you just want to do you just want to barely meet your your bills, or do you want to have more than enough? <clears throat> You know, do you just want to do you just want to pass all your classes or do you want to get A's? Identify that because no one else will. Hmm. And it's your choice. There's no right or wrong. And if but you it's do your what choice. Else does, then it's nonsense. It's your choice. It's and and you, you'll be surprised when you make that choice how things will change kind of magically. And I think that's something that when we're in these situations of uncertainty and we don't know what to do, it's important to just come to the understanding that you have the power of deciding and you have the power to make a decision of what you want and that will lead you to the information you need. If you never make the decision about what you want, you'll never be led to the information. Because if you never decide that you want to come out of this on top, if you just assume that you're going to be fucked well then odds are you're going to be fucked you know whatever we want to boil the odds up to like you can't rise up unless you decide you're going to even if there's only a few that rise up you have to decide that you're going to rise up and that has to be a conscious decision you go what do i actually i've been talking about this a lot what do you actually want and and it's a it's a topic people i think are afraid to think about 
because a lot of people are afraid what, of what they really want, yeah. and they they wrap all of their desires up with well, tradition and family and yeah. um and and all of this kind of like what do they think I should do and what do I owe people? Listen, <coughs> it's you what don't, you want. You don't it's own, your decision. You don't owe anybody anything in this lifetime. Uh, the only thing you owe to people, in my opinion, is your kids. If you have kids, you have a responsibility to keep them alive until they can sustain themselves. But you don't owe, like, y you didn't come to earth to save everybody. You know, Jesus did that, yeah. and he died. Samuel Jackson did that. <clears throat> well, it's, I think that's the idea of Christianity. It's, even if Jesus didn't exist, it's this symbol that says you don't have to just come here and save everybody because well, mo most of the time when you try and do that, you screw everything up anyways. You know, <laughs> that's, the that's truth, what though. Hitler did. That's exactly what Hitler yeah. did. It, it, we loved him. You like, so, so what do you want? You know, and decide, at least tell yourself that it's in your power to decide what you want. And so, okay, I want information or I want to understand more or, then here's the information. Go there to get the information. Learn about the information. You know, talk to your friends. Get that information. But if you start just gathering information and you haven't clarified what you want, you're still going to be confused. You're not. You're not going to have a direction to go. You're not going to know what to do first. So, I think, and that's what myth teaches us. Myth teaches Hell us. Yeah. yeah, we're Fuck. connecting it yeah, all, dude. dude. I love it. Yeah. My brain's on fire. <laughs> IQ of three million. Yeah! <laughs> the Martians, the Martians are like blah, 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 controlling my brain. Yeah. He's figured it out. Firstly, first they figured out the farts, and they understand life. But I think myth myth teaches us like you have a choice. Like what what was Luke's choice? The dark side or the light side? Right. What was Darth Vader's choice, the dark side or the light side. And ultimately, didn't Darth Vader, like, take off his mask at mm -hmm. the end? He, yeah. he, like, gave up. He gave you know, up. and that was the tragic hero. He became a hero in the end, I think. I don't mm -hmm. remember what exactly happened in the movie. You have to rewatch those. But you have a choice. And it's not, all, it's not just you have a choice between good and evil. You have a choice between blue or red. You have a choice between <clears throat> whether... You, you want to strive for this amount of well-being or this amount of well-being. You have a choice whether you want to strive for just status quo, what everyone else is doing, or you want to, do, to, go, to strive for a step above. And it doesn't guarantee you're going to get there, but the odds are if you aren't striving to get there, you ain't going to get there. Yeah. And that is... There, there's a really important idea there that's just... Your your power of choice is the power, is one of the the biggest powers you have. And when I talk to people, because I've dealt with a lot of health problems in the past, when I talk to people about healing, the first thing I usually always say is, "It sounds crazy, but you gotta just decide that no matter what, you're gonna heal." That you're gonna blaze that trail. You don't care what you gotta do, what herbs you gotta smoke, what what hippies you gotta finger. Yeah. You're gonna what Love crystals you gotta put up your ass. Yeah. You just gotta choose. You just you just. It's like a statement to the universe. I don't care. I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna heal. And then, almost magically, I almost think the universe kind of starts to work things in your favor, and um, starts to bring you information. But maybe it's also that we just 
are more aware of the information that's already yeah. around us. By choice, you know. Because I'm putting... choosing, yeah. That's cool. So I, I tell people, you just got to decide. <clears throat> just decide that you're healthy. Just decide that you're healthy or you'll do whatever it takes to be healthy. And that you're either going to be healthy or you're going to die doing it. And then something shifts inside of you. It's like a personality change. I'm importing Martian DNA. What if the Martians really are? They just fart a lot and fuck a lot. Dude, we're Martians. Proud to be a Martian here. I'm proud to be in a Martian. Or at least I know I'm free. The Martians are so mad that we figured it out that we just abducted tomorrow. Tomorrow, no, tomorrow, just like this, there's memes on the internet and TikToks of Marvin the Martian just being hung. They're all like, "Get rid of the usurper. He traded the secrets to the people." <laughs> He was like the one that taught us how to use fire. Yeah, he was Prometheus. Oh, I wanted to mention. I think it's great how you said Marshmetheus. That that we 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 weren't here to save the world. Like that's what Jesus mm. is for. That's what the myths were. We for. created. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's for. Even if we created that idea, that's what it serves. That's yeah. And that is a. It's a. It's a. It's an orienteering device. Right. You know, these are the things that orient us into the right direction. And then also I wanted to put on top of what you said, you know, you make a choice and then you light or dark. You use the Darth Vader and the Luke Skywalker. Right. Oftentimes it is like the it's choice a, between a light or a dark, like what you're feeling and stuff. It's, like it's like you're following your heart or are you following the darkness? Right. But so, yeah. So what about this? There is a choice, but to remember though that it is an everyday choice, mm. to a degree. Because I think you can you can make little subcategories and you can do small things, but it's a choice every day. Because if you use the Star Wars example, which is a really good one, you could use the Frodo example of two because Frodo Star was wearing Wars. the room. Star Wars. Star Wars. Yes, with the Martians. Star Wars. Actually, the Martians just based everything off of Star Wars. <laughs> Um, Luke, our savior. <laughs> Skywalker, our savior. Yeah. And Darth Vader is a devil. Yeah. <laughs> but at the end, Darth Vader helped save the universe or the galaxy, right? But he is like, helmet, think, yeah. helmets off kind of thing. He grabs the, uh, the Emperor and he's dying while the Emperor is killing him and he throws the Emperor off. So he kills the Emperor. So it's like Darth Vader chose the dark every day. For so long, and then finally chose the light. Right. Right. And so it's like it's an everyday thing. So you always have a. There's always a choice. Saeed. Even the darkness will, <laughs> will submit to the light. Even yeah. <laughs> the light side's like the bad side overall. It's <laughs> the like, light, it's, 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 who's to say the dark was the wrong side? Yeah, I mean, I always thought Darth, Darth Vader was pretty cool. <laughs> He's the favorite. Sorry, I interrupted. No, Saeed. You. Saeed off of the show Lost. I'm a big fan of Lost. Saeed was you have to, the, you have to t I have no idea. I've never seen Okay, it. so on the show Lost, uh, you've got, let's say, like 30 people. They get in an airplane crash on, oh, okay. deserted on an island. Oh, okay. And they're lost because nobody knows where the plane went. Nobody I can see. find it. 
and there's no beacons like all this. So then all these very supernatural kind of magical, but then very crazy things are happening. Yeah. There's these magical things. This is a character. His name was Locke. So if you've ever read philosophy of Locke, there's Hume, there's like hot, like there's all these, there's all these different kind of shout outs to different philosophers Mm. and things. But one of the, there's a uh, Carlisle, there's Boone, like all these things. Like but, Boone as in Daniel Boone? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Because like they're, they're all these characters, these different yeah. somewhat real historical, but they they talk about different things and myths and talk about philosophy and doing these things. But there's the character Locke. He was walking around on the island and helping out and he was a hunter. And then everyone found out that he had a secret. And before the plane crash, he was uh, paraplegic. He was in a wheelchair. So it's like they come on this island. There's something magical about it. Um, then there's a... So anyways, uh-huh. on the show Lost, there's a character named Saeed. Uh-huh. And he's from, I think it was Iraq. Iraq. It's either Iran or Iraq. And he's my favorite character because he's brown. And when I was in high school when the show was out, everyone was like, oh, dude, I feel like you look like Saeed. So I was like, hell yeah. Was he the only brown character? Yeah, you know, kind of, pretty much. Yeah. There was... Um, it was dumb white people. Yeah. But he made a comment one time, and they said, oh, you didn't have a choice, you know? And he looked at him, and he goes, there's always a choice. Man, hmm. it's funny how wow. things that are so stupid, like a show on TV, I will, like, uh, dude, I'll quote songs and stuff. People are like, what the fuck? Won't you quote there's something for... always a choice. There's always a choice. And so I would use people the example. They go, I say, I'd make up. The example I say, okay, so it's like this. Some people broke into your house. They got all you guys, you know, tied down. And it says, if you don't do something horrendous, like if you don't commit incest with your family members, like we're going to fucking kill you. And it's like guns and saw like just the horrible torture, just as horrible as it could be. And it's like, well, they said they really will let us go if I do this horrible thing. It's like, so I don't have a choice. It's like, but see, you do have a choice. If you're like, what? Mm. So then make a choice and then my family gets tortured or killed no you can make a choice to fight back but that's not the point the point is there is always a choice there is always and that's a hard truth to realize is the thing of let's say fighting when a friend of mine recently got mobbed the guys didn't really fight back Mm. and it's there's a time and place for it and these guys are all well one of the guys especially is known like he'll always go fight and jump up and then this time he did it and people like well you should have and it's like but this time there was a choice and there always has been a choice to not and it worked out well it doesn't mean it's going to work out the way you want it to or ideally but there's always a choice you know cinnamon to sugar and i would which hooker i would propose that there's there there's never only two choices in fact there's always infinite choices in any moment because we live in a as as far as physics understands it, we live in a quantum sort of world. Um, quantum. The, quantum. Hey, hey baby. Keep going. Infinite choices. And so your choices are quantum. So you, like at any point, you could choose anything as long as it kind of abides by the laws of physics. Like I can't choose, I can't choose to be black. Um, but I'm sure there's a way to dye my skin if I really, really, really wanted to. But it wouldn't be me being 
black, it'd be me dyeing my skin. But the point is, there's there's a lot of choices we can make, and we can really refine that. And there's always a choice. You always have choice. You always have choice. Always have choice. Um. And those choices, though, they need to be the hmm. things that are coinciding or coming together with what you want. Identify what you want in life to bring it back to what you said. Uh, bring it back to that. Right. Make these choices in that direction. Right. Because also remember, life isn't easy. Life is tough sometimes. And so right. one choice on one day early in the morning doesn't mean it's all going to fall into place and just bang, it's all there. But yeah. it can be in that it could be on that path. And so that's an important thing, you know, because people just want to make choices or actually people don't want to make choices. No, that's the thing. There's a really good book um, I love. It's called As a Man Thinketh. It's a small little book. As a Man Thinketh? And it's about it's about thinking and, and ch- choosing. Making choices is really about thinking and actually thinking, not just, not just thinking what everyone else is thinking because the news is playing it, right? Um, and... Uh, the guy who, God, I forget who, who said this quote. I think it was Napoleon Hill. He wrote the book um, Think and Grow Rich. Um, those are very similar books in a way. Um, Think and Grow Rich is just about how your, your thoughts are more powerful than you think. Um, than you think. <laughs> your thoughts. Um, but there's this quote that goes something like, what's wrong with men these days? Why don't they succeed or what? why are they all just futzing around? And the guy who answered the quote, I think it was Napoleon Hill, he goes, well, men simply don't think. <laughs> they think they think, but, but they don't actually think. And when we say think, I think what they're talking about is choose. Like They don't actually use their minds in a creative manner to choose the reality they want to create oh, wow, and yeah. to form it. Everyone just sort of regurgitates what everyone else is saying, and nothing really changes. But it's usually the few people, you know, the people who rise from nothing, like they start in poverty and they get to the the top, right? Those are people, we can all agree, that held a vision of what they wanted, where there's no vision, the people will, will perish, it's said in the Bible. But they held a vision, they held an idea, they held a, a choice, of they what they of what they desired, whether it be what they desired for themselves, even if it was selfish, or what they desired for their family, I don't see anybody who comes from poverty making millions as selfish. I see them as legends. Um, legends in the game, huh? But I think the that's that's where the the pussy hits the road. Oh <laughs> fuck, dude, that's powerful. Yeah, I'm not gonna say that ever again. <laughs> that sounds painful. <laughs> but that's where the shit hits the fan. Where, as a man thinketh, do you actually think? Do you control your thoughts? Do you creatively form them, or do you just let them run you? Right. Are you reactive? Yeah. Just a reactive, just fucking pile of bones, dude. A reactive Ronnie. A reactive oh, Ronnie. Dude, again, I can't stand those fucking reactive Ronnies. A whining. My name's Ronnie, and I'm fucking reactive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's, he's, like, he's, like, a, he's yeah. like an unstable chemical. Like he's like potassium metal <laughs> thrown in water. He's like, mm-hmm. I've got electrons to spare. 
I got fucking reactive. <laughs> Settle down there. My name's Juan and Willie. And I'm tired of you reacting. Well, I'm reacting, but you're whining. <laughs> Would you quit whining over here? Listen here, Ronnie. Whining. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like Dumbo. What the fuck is it? The, the Eeyore, 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 Eeyore from Winnie, Winnie the, Pooh? the Pooh. Well, I'm just ah, uh, my life is shit. <laughs> <laughs> we need an adult Winnie the Pooh. We need an adult Winnie the Pooh. Tigger's just all around. I just, just wish trying to bounce his tail into fucking badge and. Dude, I wish Eeyore would just like lose his shit once, because <laughs> that's that's really what he needs to like. Flip his life around. <laughs> he needs to get angry, and he's just going around going, "Oh, poor Eeyore! Oh, nothing ever goes well for Eeyore. I just fucking hate everybody. I just wish that I could get a good meal around here. All y'all eat is honey, and I want some oats. I'm a donkey for Christ's sake!" He's just, and everyone's just dead silent, like looking around. Like Tigger's just like. Oh shit! Fucking shit! <laughs> oh. And when he's like half eating the honey, like it's like the honey's like dripping off his hand. His <laughs> mouth is open, just staring at Eeyore. Like, is he gonna kill someone? <laughs> Winnie the Pooh's like, well, I never. If oh, you, oh, <laughs> Eeyore, uh, how does Winnie? Do? Oh, oh shucks, guys. Well, well, Eeyore, if you just told us, we yeah. wouldn't. We got oats right here. Shut up! You got no underwear on. Piglet over there looking like a piece of veal. I want to eat. And over here, Tigger acting like a bear. I hate this treehouse. I hate this forest. And I'm leaving. I'm gonna go work on a railroad or something. You guys are nonsense. Oh, and then he gets his life together and he becomes super successful. He becomes like a railroad, a, ra a, ra a railway magnate. Oh yeah. He starts like fucking. Oh, who oh, who yeah. owned the railroads in the the early days in America? With the Roosevelts or the fucking uh, well, who, Cotches? The no, who owned who owned the railroads? It was Carnegie, the Rockefellers. Yeah, the Rockefellers. Is that you, baby? Hey, baby. That was our in-house in smart person. <laughs> Tim smart and I person. are dumb. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Rockefellers so and the, Car the, Carne the Carnegies and uh, <laughs> yeah, Eeyore actually is the the founding father of the yeah, Rockefellers. Yeah. That's why people don't like them because they're all like, they're a bunch of asses. Yeah. Like, it came from the ass. <laughs> <laughs> he had he humble named beginnings. It, he named it Rockefeller because his only friend was a rock. He was like, you're my Rockefeller. <laughs> <laughs> when I have kids with this hot bitch over there, oh, no, I gotta get out. Yeah, I'm gonna let you know. What if secretly the, that's how the Rockefeller name started? It was just the, this really selfish guy who had no friends because he was a dick, but he was like, This is a rock and you're my feller. You're my feller friend. We'll call ourselves the Rockefellers. The accident, he, he sleeps with a hooker who's actually, it was a. A kind of a nice lady, and this bastard son comes out and he's like, Your name's Rockefeller. <laughs> like, first name? Oh, uh, Rock. <laughs> uh, which is, he's a Rockefeller. He figured out I'm leaving. I got railroad stuff to do. <laughs> That's fucking great. What was your name? I don't have a name. <laughs> they just called me Rockefeller. They disowned me when I told them I loved money more than them. Yeah, ooh. Oh, that sounds awesome. I love money. Well, maybe that's why the United States is calling us a monopoly. 
Did you? We're losing all our money. <laughs> Did you know that Megan the Stallion? Who? I, Megan. Megan. Who I love Megan the Stallion. Shout out to Megan the Stallion. I actually like you say that. I, no picture comes to mind. I know zero celebrities, but she sounds hot. Megan the Stallion is smoking hot. The new, the modern day Little Kim. I don't know who Little uh, Kim is. This is all rap stuff. White um, people shit. And Megan Thee Stallion has got a line in a song. Well, I don't know white people famous white people either. Yeah, that's true. You're not racist. Oh, no, I'm racist. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But uh, she had a song, and she goes, talking about how she was, she goes, uh, bitches be mad. Uh, in the line, it was like, uh, something about don't be mad because your baby daddy's sucking on my titty. And then she was like, bitches be mad that I'm walking around your mansion with no panties like I'm Winnie. Something like that. Like I, I messed Winnie. up the lines, messed up the lines, but something like that, oh, like I no like panties that. like I'm Winnie. And I was like, ever since then, I was like, I'm very attracted to Winnie. Mm. <laughs> ever oh. since then, I've been really watching Winnie the Pooh. Ever since then, I've been Winnie. <laughs> Just been. Just walking around with a tub of honey, <laughs> my hand in it. Naked. This is, <laughs> this is my honey hand, and uh, I like this to is jerk off with my hand. honey hand. <laughs> no, you don't jerk it with the honey hand because then you get ants in your pants. <laughs> you jerk I got it with the ants in my pants. You eat the honey and then you jerk it with the other. Oh, I mean, I guess you do have. You're like if you are vanilla. <laughs> like I'm trying you to are. get down and dirty, mother. I'm trying to just jerk with honey. I wonder if Winnie the Pooh is a myth. Well, well, who's the? It's about the story of who's the human. Christopher Robin, Robin. <laughs> in house, really, in house, smart person, in house, smart person. It's like, how do you guys know all this stuff? Yeah. We have a smart woman. Uh, I'm we just dumb. have a woman. Yeah, <laughs> because we're dumb, yeah. man. I don't know. They said when you dropped that extra X chromosome and replaced it with a Y, you also dropped a lot of brain power. <laughs> Christopher Robin! <laughs> My name is Eeyore, and I'm fucking tired of all this shit. You guys don't know Christopher's been coming around beating me with a whip. <laughs> He's been pinning the tail on the donkey for too long. I got hemorrhoids in my <laughs> He's he, he finally snaps and he finally gets what he wants because he stops being such a depressed fuck. Oh, yeah. And he just gets, he starts saying he just yes. gets a little angry. He starts he, making he choices. He starts saying that I deserve better. <clears throat> he thinks for himself. He actually thinks he makes mm. choices. He goes on his adventure. He go. He lives his myth. He lives his myth. <laughs> well, isn't that kind of? He goes the, over the into the horizon. Uh, his myth, and then there's just a cliff and he falls over. <laughs> but everyone's like, he made out all right. Everyone doesn't know he's just dead on the bottom of the cliff. That's oh, horrible. That's <laughs> <laughs> really he, he lives his myth. <laughs> I don't know. It's the first thing I thought of. So. And now a smart secretly, person say he's, something. Secretly, he's like got angel wings now, <laughs> and he's like flying around. And he's like, "You guys are tethered." You know, that's I was gonna say. That's like the scary thing about about fantasy worlds in these fantasy kids shows is that characters that don't change, characters that stay the same for eternity, like Winnie the Pooh. Or I didn't see, I didn't watch much Winnie the Pooh. I'm sure Winnie the Pooh went on some adventures, but like like Tigger or you know these characters. They just seem like they're always the same. 
And there's something unsettling about that. I think that we know intrinsically, like, you should be growing and changing and uh, at least trying new things. Um, it's like when you, when you leave your hometown and then you go back for a visit and you see the same people, sort of, or you run into people that you grew up with and they never left and they're kind of doing the same thing and you're like, what is happening right now? Right. It's kind of unsettling because... I guess it's sort of impossible. Like, people always are growing, or I guess they're always changing. I don't know. You ever, they, you think, do you think people can live, like, 10 years and not change? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, think, absolutely. I guess you're right, yeah. I think we're always, we're always what did you say, always living? We're always moving. But we're, we're not maybe always, not always growing. We could no, be we're not. decaying. <laughs> yeah, that's a great way to put it, because, and that's why the metaphor, physical the the philosophical the theological these things we've talked about that other people talk about are so important because we are every day we are also decaying and dying right. we have a shelf life right we're mortal and then that's the idea so if you're going to be immortal if you want mm. to be a god mm. you have to grow as a human being be the supreme renegade oh. you were born to be Martians. I'm reading about Martians in my book right now. <laughs> you, they can fart and it's like vibrato. It's like. <laughs> They're the best musicians. You go to a concert and I just all turn around and bend over. <laughs> you're like, you're in for you're a like, show. Like, <laughs> blown away. Your hair is blown back in your eyes. <laughs> smells of. of of roses. It smells like flowers because <laughs> yeah, yeah. they, they like their diet is just plants and flowers. Just, yeah. I wonder if like vegans farts smell good. You know, like if you just eat nothing but vegan food. Well, you were a vegan. You ever smell your own? Oh, it was, it's because there was it's a lot worse, of fruit, isn't fruit it? and vegetables. Yeah. The beans, dude. Yeah. You just fucking turn into a like, made. Oh my machine. god. When you were farting a lot, did you feel like you? I felt like I could fuck. You had to mate a lot. Yeah. I feel like I could fuck. That's the Martian secret right there. It's you take that home and you wrap it up and you keep it safe because we're not supposed to know that. Uh, did I read some Martian writing? Martian writing, yeah. Uh, in page one, it says Bruno Mars is a Martian. Dear Mars, <laughs> Bruno Mars. Everybody <laughs> that is got what kind of person makes a song called "If You're Happy, Clap Along"? Oh, we just got copyright strict stroke struck. <laughs> Our podcast is canceled. <laughs> um, oh, fuck, Don. Yeah, but I uh, I watched a couple movies and did a little internet research because they've made a couple movies about like the origin of Winnie the Pooh, and that's a pretty cool thing to watch. Just if you've ever watched the origin story, yeah, just like oh a, my god, a father who was in the military. Maybe he was gone a lot, but he also wrote stories, and he had a he had a son, and he didn't spend a lot of time with his son, so there was always like a stuffed animal and like. You know, that was Pooh Bear. And then this whole thing of when the story came about that he was like this famous kid, you know, and had this famous bear. Then there was another one, but I forget. Oh, if you ever, there's there's a couple movies made about <clears throat> the origin of, the origin of Peter Pan. Hmm. 
I think that's a really good one. There's this one with Johnny Depp. Mm, I've got that. <clears throat> Dude, there's a that's a really good one. I like these origin stories because it's giving a. And then there's one. <clears throat> I don't. <laughs> you all right? Yeah, I got a cough. Just been eating too much Martian food. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's an origin story for Peter Pan. Are you talking about Hook, the movie Hook? No, no. This is a documentary. Like, uh, not a documentary, but it's it's. This is a real life story from Peter Pan himself. It's yeah. He Peter. He came. Well, first around. my name was Peter, and then I got a pan, <laughs> yeah. and then yeah. I put it on my head, and I'm Peter Pan. <laughs> and you're like, this guy's fucking. I got up. mashed up <laughs> in the thing, and then they made peanut butter after me. <laughs> He's and like, fuck Jiffy. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, watch me fly. And he snorts some cocaine. <laughs> he's just flapping his, his arms. He doesn't have one. He wind. falls on his face on <laughs> the ground and he's just twitching around. He's like, I'll pay to pay it. Oh, yeah. You're like, hell yeah, my dude. childhood has been ruined. <laughs> Innocence is gone. It's, uh, fuck, dude. What is it? It's, I forget it's what it's called. Can we talk about Peter Pan for a second? Yeah, let's talk about Peter so, Pan. So, one of my jobs here. Um, on the island of Maui um, before the fires, I worked at a, at a hotel, random resort. Um, random. And we were working on the beach, setting up chairs and things like that. And a lot of the people that worked that job were <coughs> adventurers in life. They were on their own journey, their hero's journey, their myth. They weren't living life based off of what was the norm for where they came from. Um, it, was a, it was just a a mishmash of people a lot of us in our 20s some of us in our late 30s one of us was in our late 40s we were all getting together working this job because we had similar values we want to work on a beach we want we were tired of the, the normal life of you know just living the rat race sitting at a desk you know we wanted to be in the sun <clears throat> we wanted to be in a place that was engaging and physical and but we were all sort of living on a tropical island and and stuck in this world which was vacation land which with all with all these tourists coming in and with this influx of tourists over and over you never build super strong relationships relationships except with your coworkers and so one of our coworkers coined us as the lost boys Ooh. like from Peter Pan because we were all men or <coughs> or boys and and it all seemed like we had been forgotten about by somebody in life, or we'd been lost, yeah. and we uh, we just happened to be on this island, marooned, and we were the, and, and we kind of lived like the lost because we just we were all laughing all the time, having fun, joking. We 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 had so much fun doing that job, and we were laughing with the guests. We got free food, and f people would buy us free drinks, and and we would make up these crazy jokes and we'd be just cackling on the beach and it was kind of like the lost boys but in a way i had this feeling this energy that i was only there for maybe a year um but people were there for a lot longer mm -hmm. and in a way you there is this this fear of in me of getting stuck there and eventually once the year came and i was i was feeling this urge to leave this 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 unsettled feeling that I get when I feel like I need to change things in my life and when I feel like I, I've learned all that I've come here to learn I've experienced all that I've come here to experience I'm saving these relationships and I'm still friends with all those guys um, pretty good friends but it's that lost boy 
kind of syndrome. It's kind of a it's kind of a part in the journey, the myth, the hero's journey, where you oh, you, yeah. you, get, you get marooned on the island, and then and then the the muses are there, and they're saying, "Stay here, stay forever. <laughs> you could stay, join. On, you could stay in paradise and never live your dreams out. And you never. And, and I think there, everyone has that. For some <clears> people, it's just the remote and the TV and the couch." But I think everyone has that. Um, in some ways, it's it's more obvious. But everyone has that point in their life where they're, maybe they're at this job where it's very comfortable, it's fun. But there's part of them that's just a little bit like mm, I'm feeling like there's something calling me because I'm not my my abilities are not being challenged to the best of my ability, and I'm not growing in the direction I want to grow. And if you don't. <clears throat> Maybe you become a lost boy in Neverland. Mm. Never, Neverland. So it's interesting because uh, we like uh, we were called the Lost Boys, and it was like that's kind of. But what cool. does that mean? I was like, you're calling us the Lost Boys. What are you actually saying by that? <laughs> we're lost. You guys are dumb, and you got to get your shit figured well, out. Well, he was one of us. So it was, he was like, oh. we're all the Lost Boys. But it was a that's sort cool. of. He was also saying like we all <clears throat> we all kind of got lost in life in a way. It, it, Everyone does. It's the point of life is you get lost and then you find yourself. I would argue if you're, you've never been lost and you haven't. You, then you've never been found. Yeah. 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 You're not. Yeah. Right. You're never going to reach that potential. You're not doing anything. Yeah. Get lost. But um, but some of the guys there, I, I, I'm afraid to say this, but they might be there for a long time. And yeah. I, I, some people, some people genuinely believe they'll never be found. Like they'll never find who they are, find out who they That's are. It's a scary thought. It's like, scary I have thing. friends, you know, and I don't <clears throat> live the normal life, so I meet very interesting people. We meet very, like, when you just go around the world and you work various jobs, you live a lot, you experience a lot, you meet interesting people. I've met people that literally think, like, they live in hell or purgatory, and I think, actually, we know one uh, together, but but that, there's a few I can think of, and... <clears throat> They're stuck in this mindset that that life is all it is all about suffering, and it's just not. It is a big part of life in the Americanized world is suffering. Um, and we could talk about that in another podcast. What is suffering? But what um, is suffering? But I think you truly only become a lost boy when you decide that life is about suffering. But then even then, if you're lost, if you release to the power of Jesus, release the he, power. Will, he will save you. Um, no, but if you just if you just give up, you know, if you just give up for a little while, things will start going well again. <clears throat> Absolutely. I don't know if that makes any sense. No, it makes great sense. It makes good sense it doesn't make any sense <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about with these lost well, boys we, we because i'm starting a group and they're called the found boys <laughs> you got to get lost and it's a part of that that whole mm. journey and uh, the whole myth it's like what direction are you going like what I mean, sometimes you and i would even argue that if you don't question what you're doing even if it seems like it's on track with your the purpose and direction that you're going. Mm. So if you never question that, it's like, then are you just, because you, you can blindly go ahead. I, I'm a fan of what that 
kind of means blindly just we're going after it mm. no matter what like you said just yes say you're gonna you're gonna be healed or you're gonna die trying to heal yourself or be healed right but you this idea of when you're going in it like to mm. be challenging yourself or letting others challenge you question you gotta you gotta be lost over that right just gotta be lost and you know just yeah. drive around without the dude the Google Maps started at the bottom. That way, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like black people music. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking of a, a comedy skit of someone doing that, but oh, what is that? A Drake song? Yeah, I have no idea. Um, I don't know either. I don't listen to that light skin boy. What is that? Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec. He's listening to. <laughs> Dude. He's listening to Goose Calls. Goose Calls. <laughs> the lady walks in, whatever her name is, and she's like, you're listening to Goose Calls. And he's like, this wasn't rap? <laughs> <laughs> dude, that's amazing. I'm not saying anything. That's Ron Swanson. Yeah. Said. Tom Haverford. What I actually do enjoy listening to rap. Yeah. And every genre of music. Um, but I wanted to say something. So... The, the getting lost, here we go. You could almost say it's the same thing as finding, like you can only know what you want in life when you realize what you don't want. Mm. So it's only through the, ouch, that hurt. Like you burn your hand on the stovetop. We've all done it. I did it as a kid. I slammed my hand right on that stovetop, burned the fuck out of it. You do it once and you realize, I don't want to do that. But also, you experience things like getting sick. You know you want to be healthy. You experience things like not having enough money to pay for this. Now you know you want extra, abundant amount of money. So you never know what you want and where your desires lie until you experience being lost or you experience the loss or you experience the lack or you experience the, the negative emotion, which is sort of the yin and the yang. Like, you only progress as a result of experiencing the contrast of life of kind of you're working through the matrix and you go, ah, I don't like that. I don't like that person. Well, now you know what you do like. Now, you know, yeah. I mean, most people, unfortunately, we don't always frame it that way. We just go, well, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like, we, we just stay stuck in that. But if, if we really can see it for what it's telling us, it's telling us, what well, what do we like? What do mm -hmm. we prefer? Well, I prefer people who are nice and people who are respectful and people who are, White who are <laughs> people who are not racist people who are, <laughs> but see, I just said not racist. That's still me going, I don't like you, you know, but people who are balanced and fair and people who are compassionate and people who are white. Uh, white is right, and it'll bring you to the light. You see, I can't say that. Can I, say I revoke all want. of that. You can, you can say whatever you want. Uh, I can. We need to, we put explicit on our podcast so we could say whatever. That's true. But you, you know what I'm saying? It's like the... Absolutely. The, and then I, I read a book, and we could talk about this in another podcast too, but I read a book by Dr. or what the fuck is his name? His name was Wallace Waddles. Oh, jeez. And um, it's an old book called The Science of Getting Rich. And Ooh. it's in the same line as Think and Grow Rich, these books about getting rich. They're actually not about getting rich. They're about, like, thinking. 
differently. That's what's awesome about um, it. Those books are actually not, it's not about the monetary. Not even closely. It's just about living the life you want to live. That's the rich That's life. What rich is. But um, he, he talks about a lot of gratitude in that book. But uh, he, what did he say? Oh, he, in the beginning of the book, he says that, well, first he says, you can't fully actualize yourself and be poor. And I don't know if I agree with that because some people, you can choose, if that's the life you want to live, you can choose a life that is lower than the average of wherever you're living, and that's fine. Um, but I think he's trying to say is most people do want to live a life that has more, at least more, like, money in it, but they don't want to admit it, <clears throat> and they don't want to ad try to go for it, I think. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't know if I agree with that quote, but it, it was an interesting one. He also says, this was the main quote I was trying to get to, he says, um, your desires are of the Father. Like, they are holy. Like, the desires that you, you the truly in oh, your heart, yeah, the, yeah. The, not, not the ones that are what life <clears throat> told you to believe in, yeah. in desire, but the desires that are in your heart that are mostly entirely, I mean, they are entirely, they're, they're, they're love-based. They come from a place of, of light and love. They don't come up from a place of greed, but they're in your heart. Those are of the Father, and you, it's your, it's your obligation to God to see those to fruition because God experiences life through you. And, yeah. and so he proposes that the desires, the wants you have are sacred, and they were developed through you, the living of your life and through the living of millions of other lives. Like, we are living lives that our our fathers and grandfathers and grandfathers dreamed of, they they would have killed for the lives we had. Right. And our kids will like our great great grandkids will kill for the lives they will be like. They literally don't have to work. Now they live in a world where robots do everything or something like. So he proposes this idea that it's 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 sacred. It's a spiritual concept, desire. And um, I think if it's coming from the heart, if it's coming from that place, they're all. It's okay. They're all they're they're, they're it's holy in a way, and I think like yeah, even even things like wanting more money can come from a really heartfelt place. <clears throat> I deserve more. I want to give more. I want to have more to be able to give to other people. But we. I think in our society we just we think it's selfish. I think we think yeah. it's being too selfish. But in, as Anne Rand would say, Anne Rand, yeah, Anne Rand was a Martian. Yeah, <laughs> she was the Martian, the first ambassador Martian. Ambassador. She's actually still on Mars. Yeah. She's uh, immortal. <laughs> Dude, what if? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, a word from our sponsors. Come on down to Money and Honey's. Uh, we got honey, and if you got money, you can get some honey. If you don't have money, then Queen you ain't getting honey. here, and I love money <laughs> almost as much as I love honey. Yeah. Uh, take disregard that mongoloid over there making all this stuff about money and honey. Uh, come on down to Money and Honey. <laughs> if you want to get sticky, then get your sticky fingers over here and grab some honey. And get and the money. But give us some money. Uh, yeah, I need money and honey. All the sponsors I can always think of have to rhyme. <laughs> Come on down to 
Uh, Crud and Crown. Yeah, Remember that yeah, one? Yeah, Crud and Crown. Dude, that was oh, that was like a year. That was a year ago. Crud and Crown. Come on down. Come on down to Crud and Crown. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got your crud and we got your crown. Yeah, we got Prilosec and we got fried chicken and you get some greasy Crud and Crown. All the employees are just Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's everybody. Come on, man. You walk in and he's like, no, nah, he starts yelling at you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the energy to do that right now. No. Uh, dude, we fucking tackled some good shit. I don't understand how we always... I feel like it always sounds great. You know, we always dive deep. Dive deep, but then, like, joke about some shit. I don't know. So. Well, uh, what do you want to end it on? Uh, we can wrap it all up into a nice little present. Yeah, wrap it into a nice present. Well... Uh, Make a Live. choice. Yeah, there you go. Make a choice for one, and then what were you going to say? Choose what you want to choose. Like, think about what you're choosing. And if you you're, Don't tell me what to do. I'm going to make my own choice. <laughs> don't tell me to choose for myself. I'll choose for myself. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like he, he gets it. He gets it. <laughs> he gets it. <laughs> yeah. Finally. This is the father. <laughs> the divine one. The one he knows. <laughs> choose for himself. Um, but choose first in the great... And I love this quote in the great words of Rush. If you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice. Mm-hmm. And usually if, you, if you're not choosing something, someone else is trying to choose for you in, a, in the dog-eat-dog dog world we, we talk about. But as long as you choose for yourself, you're safe. It doesn't have to be much. You could just choose for things to go better. But it sounds silly, but I feel like that is the, the true start of the journey, the myth, and the true realization of the end of the journey and of living the myth is you learn the, the true, the, the sort of magical power that your your choice has, you know? Yeah. When it comes to myth, a man must make a decision. And you got to orient yourself in the right direction. There's only one way, right? It's making the choice. Got to start by making the choice, motherfuckers. Yeah. You know what myth stands for, too? Man, your thinking head. Ooh, I like that. Man it. Because no one else is going to. Man, your thinking head. I read this in another book. The, the, the mind is like a big fucking tractor, with, and your consciousness is this a tiny driver. And if you aren't driving it, that thing's going to go into a ditch. Oh fuck yeah! I've and been, I've been in many a ditches on many a tractors. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you do gotta fall into the fucking ditch. Kubotas, John John Deere's, fucking been on all of them. Fuck a tractor and fuck a duck, dude. You fucked a tractor tractor before? Is that what you're fucked saying? A duck tractor. Yeah, uh, I've jacked off by a tractor. That's close enough. <laughs> well, this was really a little bit of that. Supreme. A little bit of that uh, cum gum got onto it. <laughs> oh jeez. But yeah, dude, that's how fuck. they invented the recipe, the the cum mixed with the oil. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, we got something here, buddy. <laughs> um, so that's Renegade Supreme. Thank but you, guys. Up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, guys. Check us out on um, Spotify, Patreon, Amazon packages. Yeah, uh, we'll be in Walmart and Target <laughs> on the shelves. Yeah. We'll be on your shelves. Um, <clears throat> Check us out if, in your mom's if you penis. can if you can support the podcast, it would help us continue get new gear. We're we're operating off of not enough. We want to start making videos and posting those, and uh, we want to do this more and more. And 
And uh, talk if about you the guys, things you guys want yeah, to hear. If you guys support it, if you like it, if you got a chuckle and you want to bring this to the next level, uh, looking, we'll have what, some way to support. I don't know if we'll have Patreon or give something. Give us money. But you can give us something and we'll give you something in return. I'll give you a little loving. What do you want to do for, we could talk about this real quick. What do you want to do for, for like maybe rewards or Patreon or whatever we do? Like if they, if they support us, do we want to give them like, a handwritten poem by Tim, or do yeah. we want to give him like an extra podcast episode that we do? I think we could per month or something. Not say exactly what we'll do. We could tackle it when that happens. I However, see. give some options. Could be a handwritten poem, personalized poem. Could be a personalized, uh, just like kind of fun ditty. We could send them a dick pic. A dick pic? Yeah, dude, I'll fucking send a dick pic for free, bro. Fucking oh, subscribe I'll send it to you for free. You heard Fuck that off. here. Fresh and <laughs> hot and ready. Dick pics for free. Slimy and slippery. We know no other man in the world would ever send a dick pic for free. Yeah, nobody. Unprovoked. Unprovoked, <laughs> yeah. Uh, then, yeah, we could do uh, an extra podcast episode. That'd be really cool, I mm. think. Extra that podcast. We could do... We could, I'll draw him a picture, dude. I'll draw him. Dude, we could draw him a picture. I draw him a fucking. I'd, we'd paint something. Oh, oh, oh here's we'll the night. They, they, they can choose. They can choose the topic of the podcast. Ooh, yeah, you can choose the topic. Well, we could go wherever we want because this is Renegade Supreme. And then maybe later on down the road, when we get real good and real professional, they could uh, zoom in for like ten minutes or something. And be like, what's going on? This is uh, someone, uh, pretty good high subscriber. What did you want us to talk about? You tell us in person, and then they tell us, and we say, all right, get us started, and we talk about it. And then when we don't like what they say, just get the fuck out of here, you fucking faggot. Oh, 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 zoom in like a Zoom call. Yeah. You see, I'm an old man. <laughs> I thought you meant like zoom in with like a camera lens. We could zoom oh, yeah. in, and I'm like, "What the fuck is he yeah, talking they're all about looking. right now?" He's got eyes. Renegades. I'm in my 20s, going on like 150, <laughs> going on 13. Renegades. Let's say it in Martian. Renegades. <laughs> yeah, that's a wrap. Yeah, that's a wrap. <laughs>